0: Hello and welcome to ASMR Tira de Huyo. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today... Michaels shares a story you may find difficult to believe, but always remember, the world is a strange place. You never know what you may find hidden in the data, lurking around the next corner, or slipping past the edge of the telescope.
1: So you came for a scary campfire tale for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Well, what is it that you want to hear? Do you want a ghost story? Oh, I know a lot of ghost stories. I wonder if I've ever told you this one. Hmm. Did I ever tell you the one? The ghost, the angry, angry ghost. Have I ever told you that story? I don't think so. Well, this story takes place in a very old house. Okay. Now this house was on Cala Road in. Canfield, Ohio, out in Green Township, which is nothing but cornfields and apple orchards. And this little, tiny, old farmhouse sat right up near the road, and we were living there. When my boys were little and we were renting it um, they had trouble renting this house because it was a very old farmhouse with a slate roof and uh, it had a lot of problems little leaks here and there in those in the ceiling that needed repaired and uh, water would get in the basement and it wasn't the greatest house but it was a cheap place to rent for uh, a couple with two small boys and not a ton of income at the time and it was helping us to save ahead for the house we eventually bought and uh for a while there was uh, you know this rumor this story that the house was haunted well i didn't believe any of that i I thought that was all just a bunch of hooey I never really took stock in ghosts and my uh, my wife and my kids you know didn't seem to be particularly interested in the house being haunted either so we didn't make a lot of noise about it we didn't talk about it and we didn't wind anybody up over it but and the stories persisted, and my uh, one relative, I'll just say, one of my relatives, felt the need when he came over to babysit my kids to try to tease them and say that there was a ghost in the house, and he would toss things across the room and make noises and say, what was that, what was that? And of course, the kids were scared and nervous, and well, the boys were smart. They would say, well, that's the cat, or the dog did it, and, This relative of mine that was babysitting thought it was funny to scare them by saying, you know, there's a poltergeist in the house. Now, let me just frame this before we go any further. A poltergeist is a very odd ghost. Most ghosts just spook you. They appear. They maybe make noises. You may see them. They may try to speak to you or interact. But basically... They're just an apparition. They're just a, a form. Maybe even ghostly or translucent and relatively harmless. And they seem to pass through a walls and floors and basically just disappear before your very eyes. And they don't seem to last very long. A poltergeist is a little different. It's uh, a ghost that likes to touch things. It likes to animate and hit things, knock things down, make noises. You usually don't see a poltergeist. That's very different. You hear a poltergeist. They usually make themselves known not by frightening you by appearing to you. They frighten you by making all kinds of racket, throwing silverware out of a drawer, or, um, knocking dishes off a table, or Busting a lamp or something like that. And the thing that's interesting about poltergeists is they are the perfect ghost for a house full of kids. Because if anything turns up broken, the kids can just blame it on the ghosts. <laughs> you know, if you break your wife's good china, you can just say, Ooh, well, I didn't do it. It was the poltergeist, honey. I came in and it was laying here broken on the floor. <laughs> So, poltergeists are both creepy and scary in their own right, but they are also quite, um, yeah, they're easy to take the blame for things, and I think that's very interesting about them. So, my relative, and the reason I won't say who it is is I don't want them to get angry at me because I'm telling this story. Um they kept playing these little games with my children, and uh, I decided to have a little fun. And because uh, the boys told me that they were frightened by this, and that the, that the babysitter was scaring them, and they didn't like it, and they didn't want this person babysitting them anymore, because they were you know, playing games on them and scaring them, and telling them there's a ghost in the house, and the ghost is going to get them, and the ghost is going to sneak in the room at night. And I told them, look, there's no ghost in the house, I'm sure of it. And there certainly isn't a ghost throwing things around, that's him doing it. And I showed them how a person can fake ghostly origins. They can throw things across the room, they can do magic tricks. They can use strings and um, uh, wires and maybe a yardstick or an umbrella to move an object out of sight. And you don't realize that they're, you know, manipulating things around you and making it appear like there's a ghost in the room when actually it's just sleight of hand and it's a human being misdirecting you and frightening you. And I also showed them a TV show by the amazing Randy, who was a very famous magician in the uh, latter half of the 20th century. He just died recently. And uh, the Amazing Randy used to debunk things like this. And I told them, you know, that these kind of things can be proven to be fake. For it to be real, it has to be testable. It has to be demonstrable evidence that it's real. It can't be, you know, just somebody taking their word for it. It has to be something that's testable or, you know, something that can be proven to be truly supernatural. And I told them that, really, there's no evidence of that. So, there's no ghost in the house. And I said, let's look around. Do you see a ghost? Or does it only appear when the babysitter's here? And they said, well, it's only here when the babysitter's here. So I said, well, okay. So, my boys were very cunning, cunning little guys. They were very intelligent. So I told them, we're going to have a little fun. Next time, we have the babysitter over we're going to tell them that the ghost is angry the ghost is angry and it wants to get revenge on the babysitter for scaring everyone and teasing them and that the ghost is going to follow the babysitter home and I told them you know it's just all in fun but we're gonna tease a little bit so the next time the babysitter came over I didn't say anything, and I forgot <laughs> to be quite honest, I was in a hurry. And we were really getting tired of this person babysitting the kids, and we were trying to find a new babysitter, which turned out to be a we we found a new babysitter, and I'll tell that story some other time. and she turned out to be a lifelong friend of the families, and she just absolutely loved my boys. And that's a story for another day. But we were just getting ready to set up having this other babysitter that would be a lot better for the boys. When um, we had a family emergency and I had to go somewhere and I needed a sitter. So I had this relative come over and watch the kids. And in the rush of everything and getting out of the house and getting everything I needed taken care of. I forgot all about the boys were going to tease and pick and play a game on their babysitter. Now, my boys were very quick, very smart young men. And when I say men, they thought like adults. They were on it. The minute I left, they started. They had already set up little noisy things all around the house and little tricks and traps. I taught them too well. They were making noises all over the house and telling the babysitter, Well, you know, you were picking and teasing about the ghost and making fun of it. And now it keeps doing it. It's it's really mad. And they were frightening the babysitter. They actually scared him. They scared the babysitter so bad that that they actually This was a funny family story Flipped off my children Actually stuck their middle finger up And flipped off two little boys I thought this was hilarious When I heard the story later Um, But it wasn't so funny at the time Because the babysitter was actually threatening To smack the kids to hit them And do violence to them If they didn't quit teasing and scaring them And I thought, well, this, this can't be true And they go, no, no, no. They were completely scared out of their wits. Well, when I came home, the boys were already in bed. And the sitter was in a hurry to get out of the house. So I didn't say anything or bring anything up. I just asked if they were good. The babysitter said, yeah, paid the babysitter. They left. And then, of course, you know, the next day when the kids got up for school, they were telling us and joking and laughing and saying, Oh, they teased and showed us a little trick they did with a piece of invisible thread. I had showed them how to do it. And what they, when they found out the babysitter was coming, they rigged up a couple toys with invisible thread and scared the living daylights out of the babysitter. My boys were very, very quick on figuring things out and very sneaky little guys. Well, I thought about calling the babysitter, and then I thought, well, we're going over to their house this weekend, you know, it's a family member, so I'll just talk to him then. Well, that weekend came, and we went to my family's house for, uh, you know, a Sunday dinner, and we were all sitting around talking, and I said, well, where's this person who's the babysitter? And they said that they were down in the basement playing on their computer. So I went over to the stairs. (laughs) And I started yelling, hey, hey, come on up. Dinner's ready. And I don't know what I said or how I said it. But I heard back, who are you? And I yelled again. And I heard, who are you, spirit in the night? Who are you? I'm thinking, what in the heck am I hearing here? What is this? So I went down the steps. Now they're carpeted steps, so I didn't make a lot of noise going down the steps. And I said, hey, dinner's ready. And I heard, who are you again? And so I walked across the basement to the room. There's a it was a finished basement, so there's a the person was in a back room. I went to the back room and said Are you okay? And they were startled white as a sheet. And they said, Oh I heard heard this ghost. The ghost had followed me home. And I could not figure out what they were talking about. And they could hear the ghost. And then I heard the ghost. I heard the angry poultry making noise I heard it rumbling I heard it growling I heard it saying things and he goes it followed me it followed me here and this person was completely terrified and they actually were hearing something coming from the register in the ceiling of the room they were totally mortified well I figured it out pretty quickly (laughs) my boys were upstairs and they knew that register went down in the basement so they were making these growling weird spooky baby doll sounds like a little doll would make into the register and they could hear their babysitter reacting they never told me this but they were scaring the living daylights out of this babysitter by going from one room to another and using a little tape player to play these baby doll sounds that they made and they had it hidden in the house and it was just would play and then it would you know there would be nothing and then they would play again and the sitter would look for was looking around you know trying to figure it out they would rewind the tape, and then let it play again. And he could never figure it out because they had it so low, you could barely hear it. And here it was underneath the couch. (laughs) They were doing the same thing through the register, scaring the daylights out of this grown adult. I couldn't believe it. So I said, look, all right. Let's go upstairs. It's the kids. They're teasing you. They're picking on you, okay? There's no ghost. Oh, no, no, no. There's a ghost. I can hear it. It slams doors at night, and it does this, and it does that. It followed me home. It's angry. It's an angry, angry ghost. And I could not convince this person it was my kids making noises. We went upstairs to have dinner, and everybody was talking about this Ghost in the house and everything else. Here, the babysitter came home and was so startled by what happened. They said the ghost followed them home. They thought it made a black cat run across the road. It did all these things to them. And it followed them right into the house. Um, It was followed them. It could hear it walking up the driveway in the gravel. It could hear it. Well, here, I said, well, wasn't it late when you got home and it was a frosty night out? And when you got out of your car, you stepped on the gravel and the stones were sticking to your feet. The frost was on your warm shoes would stick to your feet and then they fall off. So when you started hearing those noises, it was just gravel stuck to your feet from the frost. When you started running, you panicked yourself and it made it even worse. And they were like, no, 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 you don't understand, it followed me here, it followed me here. And I started to think, how deadly it is when you play these little games with people. You can fool them, they can fool themselves. They think, and they, they, they think that they see things, hear things, doors shut, doors slam. They think there's a doll talking to them, they think a doll is animated, they think there's a doll trying to kill them. It's a poltergeist. It's some kind of evil spirit. And all of this was just a mind game. It was just a trick. And I felt so terrible. I even made my sons apologize and they said they would never do it again. And the person said, of course, when this revelation came true, or came out, that that my kids were teasing and picking and Yelling in the register and teasing them and everything. Of course, they're never gonna babysit again. They they're done. You know they they they're just this is terrible. These kids are horrible. You know they're just terrible children and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, they're kids. Kids will be kids. They got your goat, but remember, you were teasing them first. (laughs) It's funny how a bully or somebody teasing you always forgets. the shoe was on the other foot they're usually the one that instigated the behavior in the first place but such is the human race (laughs) now I know the story is more cute than scary but I think it's still a very important tale two children got together and took on a bully in their life And they played some games and turnabout and fair play on them. Now, I still yelled at them as a parent and said, you know, don't do that again. It's mean. Don't scare people like that. Don't tease people. And they never really did that again. They did other horrible things in their lives. (laughs) Teasing a babysitter was not one of them. They were very respectful and nice to the next babysitter we got them. And it's kind of funny, we had to get babysitters a lot because they would always, you know, they were ornery little cusses and uh, you had to get just the right babysitter to put up with them or that they liked. And the next one we got was a wonderful babysitter that um, she's still friends with my sons to this day and they keep in touch and share photos and are Facebook friends and it's really sweet. And She grew up to have children of her own, and her children are grown now, and it's really good to see all that, you know, and it's just wonderful sometimes to have uh, these people come into your life that are so genuinely endearing and wonderful, and uh, I posted a picture of my kids the other day on social media, and this former babysitter from 30 years ago. Now, um was nice enough to like the photo and make a comment, and I was so thrilled to see that we still keep in touch after all these years, and that my boys certainly had a lasting impression on her, but she had a most wonderful um, impact on my son's lives, and that... Really meant a lot to me. Really means a lot to me. So, that all being said, I know this isn't the scariest ghost story you've ever heard. But I've always thought it was hilarious that I went down into the basement and I heard, you know, I'm like, hey, dinner's ready. And I can hear the person yelling. And here, there's this really startling, scary voice. You know, this... (laughs) <laughs> little ghost, little baby doll, little <laughs> little scary, creepy sound coming from a heat register, and it had a grown adult, totally white as a sheet, petrified, terrified, unable to move, they thought they saw things moving, they thought they saw things. Walking behind them, stones moving, things happening, doors opening, doors closing. Totally terrified. And all because of two children getting even with a bully. It really is a startling thing. And the power of the mind, I swear, is stronger sometimes than the actual real world around us. You can talk yourself into anything. And uh, I've witnessed it firsthand. It's almost like a weird placebo effect in reverse. Instead of healing someone with a placebo, you fool them into thinking there's something out there trying to get them. And it's quite scary. It really is. And it's very real for the person who suffered through it. We really had to do a lot of talking to get this person to realize they were duped and they were fooled by a couple of little children. And uh, it's the power of the mind. If you convince yourself that something's true, it's to you, it's true. doesn't mean it's true for everyone else. And it doesn't mean that it's actually real. But it is real for you. I hope you enjoyed this little story. I really wanted to tell this story about my kids. They were up this weekend and like I said, we took a bunch of wonderful family photos and I just been thinking a lot about them and how grown they are and how successful they are and how wonderful they they they're they're doing in life and they I'm very proud of every single one of them. And I just for the record I have three children, two Boys that are about 18 months apart in age. And they're in their 30s now, or very early 30s. And then I have a little girl who's about 10 years younger than the boys. And she is 21. And she's doing very well in school. And she has a wonderful uh, boyfriend that we all like. And they are a great couple. And my two oldest sons are married and have wonderful daughters, wives of their own. And uh, I, I consider them my daughters. There, I have all these children now. I don't have one daughter. I have three, <laughs> and I have three sons practically. And I can't wait. If my daughter does marry this young man, then I'll have three sons and three daughters, and that's that's great. I uh, couldn't be happier. And just it's great how life works out. So maybe next week I'll have a more scary story than this one. I'll, Not a cutesy, fun family story. Maybe something really scary. But I wanted to do something a little different this time. And I hope you enjoyed it. So, until then, I hope you have a wonderful Halloween season. And we'll see you next week for another scary campfire story for Halloween. Until then, bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Hoyo. Please take a moment to share this podcast with someone who might enjoy it, and to rate or review it on your podcast player of choice. Those small things only take a few minutes, and they really do help our podcast grow. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash we have also started uploading earlier podcast episodes to youtube another one goes up every thursday night at youtube.com slash asmrtiradojueo links to connect with us on social media and to take a look at our merchandise can be found in the show notes The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tiradahueo at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels and his entire staff, thank you.